There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to Dr. Light Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Uh, Josh is going to still be gone today. He's in Utah. He's traveling back. I think he should be back to his home today. And uh, we'll be back on the air with us tomorrow. As we go through our morning news, and I know you guys have been hearing a lot of things about Devin Archer. Devin Archer. Devin Archer's on the newest guy. Boy, Devin Archer, Devin Archer, Devin Archer. You know that guy, Archer, right? That guy? Well, anyway... He uh, spent some time in Congress yesterday, and I I really got like one, two, three, four, five, six articles I really want to go over, and it's not going to go well, but listen, this is what, uh, every one of these articles is an absolute telltale of what our government is doing, what's really going on. I'm really amazed how much truth is in these, but again, the, the authors of these are telling the story, but there's a lot more story behind what even they're saying. And so anyway, this one here, government admits millions of unemployed people were not counted in last job stat. Okay, guys, let me give you something here. Do you, know, under, do you guys understand that the unemployment numbers are manipulated? And I'm not saying, like, kind of manipulated. And even Trump referenced this while he was going through the whole COVID thing, and they were talking about unemployment numbers, this and that, blah, 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 new claims. There's some real misnomers about what unemployment really is. First of all, it does not mean you are unemployed. It only means that you are applying for unemployment benefits, that you are receiving a weekly check from your state. That is the only time you're counted. And the other thing is if you fall off, let's say, because a lot of times in most states, uh, you get 12 weeks, and then after the 12 weeks, there is a possibility sometimes, depending on the de- separation, uh, you might get an extension, but usually it's 12 weeks. of. But then you fall off, and you don't go back. You can't apply for unemployment again for another solid year. So you'll get your 12 weeks, and you'll like it, and then you will have to wait the other, I don't know, <laughs> eight months uh, to be able to, you know, get your, or I'm not sorry, nine months to get your unemployment again. So you're going to sit and not do anything for nine months because you're receiving your three or $400 a month. This was a whole problem with COVID. See, COVID, they act, they gave everybody this extra bonus, right? They gave extra, you know, you know, $600 a month or a week, whatever it was. Well, that $600 a week in the unemployment check was basically doubling and sometimes tripling someone's income and so why would they why would they bother to go back to work if they can get not only their you know they're getting unemployment but then they're going to get double that employment why would i go back and cut my pay in half and i'm just getting this money while i sit here in playstation or whatever well anyway the idea that unemployment numbers can be manipulated they actually are manipulated and they're manipulated not only just from how what the source is the information they're getting it from which is again only those that are receiving payments from the government they're not every unemployed individual. What you have to do, if you guys really want to pay attention to what is really going on, look at the participation numbers. That is the true number of unemployment. That is the true number of our success. Now, granted, under this whole COVID thing, the Mexican beer flu, the coronavirus, 
we did get a lot of people doing side hustle things, did their own jobs. They went out and started a tree cutting business or landscaping business, mowing lawns or, you know, making widgets, whatever, bracelets. I don't, whatever they decided to do, they started to do something else. They didn't want to go back to the regular grind. So there's a lot of people that are not quote unquote in the economy that are collecting a W-2. The problem is, is the government only is affected by W-2s because that's where they get their tax base. They're getting a weekly injection of cash, depending on when the employer is sitting in your taxes plus their match. So if you send $100 in tax in, depending on your income, that's FDA, the, the uh, Social Security and you know all the other stuff, you're going to send $100 to the government. Well, your employer has to send $100 of his money in there as well to match that. So that's $200 to go to the employment. They want to know how many people are working. They give a crap less who's really unemployed. They just need to know what that revenue is going to be. They know what the average income is, how many people are working, bingo, bango. They know what money's coming in. It's pretty simple. But when they're able to do this stuff, it's actually just when they when I say X, when they're able to do this, when they want to do this, they just manipulate these numbers all over the place. So let's go ahead and read the article here. It says, when the June uh, jobs report came out, President Joe Biden cr- uh, cr- uh, cr- uh crowed that it was Bidenomics in action. Remember remember Bidenomics is a thing now, guys. That's a whole lifestyle you live now. That's what this is. When eggs are $6 a dozen, when gasoline is 3 and $4 a gallon, yeah, Bidenomics is killing it. This guy is an absolute joke from the word go. But anyways, move on. But behind the happy talk of the White House statement buried in the depths of the report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics is a revelation that more than 5 million people who are not working were not counted on the unemployment rate of 3.6. Yeah, you know, who cares, right? The number of persons, uh, let's see, the number of persons not in the work uh, labor force who currently want a job was uh, 5.4 million in June. Well, a little change from the prior month, the report said. These individuals were not counted as unemployed because they were not actively looking for work during the four-week preceding the survey or unavailable to take a job right yeah this is i mean this just gets worse guys unemployment for uh purposes of unemployment for the purposes of unemployment rate requires an individual to have made specific active active efforts to find a job see that's part of that whole weekly you know apparently applying for your weekly payment in that you 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 say oh yeah I'm going to uh, this is this. I'm, I, you know, yeah, I've applied for jobs. Have you uh, accepted jobs? Have you turned down jobs? You you, re, you require to answer all those questions to get your weekly pay. And anyway, so the number of persons uh, employed part time for economic reasons increased by 452,000 to 402 million total, uh, partially reflecting an increase in the number of persons whose hours were cut due to slack work or business conditions. Uh, persons employed part-time for economic reasons are individuals who work, who would have preferred full-time employment but are working part-time because their hours have been reduced or unable to work a full-time job, the report says. Now, well, this is all, this is getting got down in the weeds of things, but anyway, the idea that this whole thing, the growth of real inflation-adjusted gross domestic product slowed to a 0.4% annual rate during the second half of 2023, the CBO wrote, See, this is the problem, guys, is when you start taking in the factors like we had yellow trucking go down yesterday, that's a big deal. 
I mean, that's a problem for a lot of us. That's a problem for us. And then just like, our, you know, we had the caller in yesterday, you know, these large box stores, they rely on these big, big trucking companies, and they have dedications to them. And they basically, you know, they have unlimited amount of freight they want to haul. They get to they get to haul it all. And how many dr- truck drivers they have, how many trucks on the field, you know, that boom, they're going to make that money. But Yellow Trucking was carrying $1.3 billion in, ba- in assets, Um that were unsecured, it sounds like. So we'll see how that all pans out when the bankruptcy comes around. Now, that $1.3 billion could have been in trucks. It could have been in facilities. It could have been – but we also just found out that they also own a truckload of money to the pension funds of those truck drivers, which sounds like they're not going to get funded at this point. And even if they go through and they do the bankruptcy and they sell the properties off, which a lot of those terminal trucking uh, locations are really in – not in you know fast flipping retail areas, right? They're not going to go ahead and get those done. So yellow trucking is going to cause a problem out there. We'll see how it goes, but I don't know. I think a lot of these truckers, their their pension stuff. I think they just need to to look at a different direction because obviously their unfunded liabilities and yellow trucking is not going to be taken care of, and it won't be picked up by anybody else. Um, this I, there's a couple other stories I want to go on about that, but I just I just we're going to move on. We got a lot of news out there. Right before the commercial break, I want to talk to you guys about this. This is a article that comes out. It's happening. Chairman James Comer spoke with Speaker McCarthy about impeachment following Devin Archer's testimony. Now, if you've been living under a rug for the last three or four days, Devin Archer, Devin Archer, Devin Archer was the guy who's actually already testified, already been on CNN. He's already been on 60 Minutes. He's already been on... Uh, I don't know, whatever, what other long interview shows that have gone on out there. And he has basically told the same story for the last three years. I There's nothing that he said, oh, there's this whole thing, oh, well, Joe took the phone, and oh, yeah, Joe, Joe was on the phone, or Joe got on the speaker, and all this other stuff. Guys, I am still trying to figure out why you guys are waiting for the this confession moment. Are you guys waiting for the um, Perry Mason moment when joe biden is on the stand and he's sitting there i can't take it anymore it was me i was the guy on the grassy knoll i was the third gunman oh it was me i pulled the trigger i mean is that what we're all is that what we're waiting on that you know joe is going to get up there and go come on man come on man i i you know i want to sniff your hair um this is the guy. This is what we're all we're all waiting for. This person to become genuine, to suddenly get a morale uh, barometer in their life and start actually doing what's right. To actually start telling the truth. You're 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 waiting for Joe to come out and just confess. Oh, it was me. Oh, please forgive me. I was in infidelity and oh, I stole the money. It was me. Do you think that's ever going to happen? Even to this guy is sitting in his bed, you know, with an oxygen, you know, uh, cannula on his nose, and he's fading fast, and he's still the very, the very last thing out of his mouth will be, "It wasn't me. I never knew my son's business." <laughs> I mean, guys, there's this. They're not going to change this. You think he's going to come out and admit it one time? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that phone call. Yeah, yeah. That was it. That phone call. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Cool, cool day, man. I got about five millions out of the deal. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a commercial break coming up here on WYSL. Be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. 
All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show and WYSL. I'm your host, Jim Price. Yeah, this is, uh, oh, change, huh? I don't know. I think that's about all we got left is some change in our jar in the, in the you know, the hall closet. We don't, really don't have much left. But anyway, let's go on. Uh, you guys want to hear about Devin Archer? Well, you're going to have to hear about it. Listen to it for a second here. House Oversight Chairman uh, James Comer joined Greg Kelly. Uh, he's on Newsmax on Monday night following the testimony earlier today by Hunter Biden's associate, Devin Archer, in testimony before the committee. Uh, Devin Archer sang like a bird. As the Gateway Pundit reported earlier today, Devin Archer was understandably upset with Joe Biden's Department of Justice, arrested uh, him, and sentenced him to over a year in prison earlier this year. Yeah, you know, this, guys, I mean, seriously, how does this work? You see Devin Archer, right? You see this guy. And you got Hunter Biden standing right next to him with all these business deals, all these ties to China and Russia and India and Africa and the Middle East and Ukraine, all these other places, okay? How is it we can literally sit there and see Devin Archer, what he's going through, and then look at Hunter Biden and go, Justice is blind. Justice has been served. We are all a better place. The world is at peace. Thank you so much, Justice Department. Wait, wait, I mean, seriously. There's nothing here, guys. This is absolutely ridiculous. When you compare the two people, they're the same person. Except for one's got a daddy who's walking around with marshals following him around. It's the Secret Service. Guys, I, I want you to, to, to focus on something. Remember when you saw... Hunter Biden pull up, and he was going to that thing, that court hearing last week, and you saw him pulling up in the flashy cars. Those are Marshall vehicles. When you see the pedo in chief pull up, and you see him pull up in those little SUVs, you watch the difference between the gentlemen that walk around. Watch what they walk around in. Notice that they are U.S. Marshals. They're not Secret Service. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a whole difference between the two. Just pay attention to some of these things, guys. It'll make a lot more sense to you. Anyway, let's move on here. Uh, Monday, Devin Archer told uh, House investigators that Joe Biden met with Hunter Biden's client clients numerous times, joined in meetings over the phone, and the family was rewarded by tens of millions of dollars for influence peddling and bribery schemes. Guys, if I'm going to sell out America, it's going to be more than a couple tens of million. I mean, seriously. I'm going to make it so many zeros, I just I just disappear. And I'm not going to run for president, so you happen to find out what I've been doing. If I got away with it for 50 years like Joe Biden has done, if I got away with it 50 years, dude, sail on. Sail out into the... But he can't. I think there's more at play here. I think we're hearing about all this and learning about all this because I really do believe this was what meant for us to see. Uh, so Greg Kelly asked him, how can a guy like this stay in office? I don't know if you remember how Greg Kelly talks. He kind of talks. Well, I don't know if that's how he talks or not, but he just he has a voice. Um, can a guy like this stay in office? You heard uh, Speaker McCarthy. He's talking about impeachment. This is Greg Kelly uh, speaking. If this is bribery, then it's in the Constitution. I mean, do you think he's going to get impeached? Should he be impeached? Chairman James Comer of the Oversight Committee says, well, I don't know how I, I, well, I do know how I would vote. But again, it's a decision for Speaker McCarthy. Now, right there, right there, guys, is why we're having this, this hesitancy. 
That is why we're not actually seeing the process unfold right now. That is right now is this whole thing, and everybody's getting ready for school. Now, I do believe that coming back after August, after everybody's settled into the first days of school, and we're getting into the September year, uh, September of the year, and that, you know, right before September, October, and then we have November. So we have three solid months, three solid months, September, October, November, to handle the impeachment inquiry. Now, now wh- whether McCarthy pulls this, picks up this mantle, and moves it, I don't know. But again, it just James Comer, he says, I do know how I vote. But again, that's a decision for McCarthy. But I'll tell you this. Right before I came on the show, Speaker McCarthy called me, and I gave him a rundown of what was said today. And he talked about steps moving forward. So stay tuned. Comer added, it's like a snowball rolling downhill. Well, yeah, I get that. I get that there's a snowball running downhill, but I'm living in the hell that they're running towards, I guess, because I am tired of having to second guess and wonder what it is these creeps are trying to do to us. This is a real thing, guys. When I say do to us, I'm talking about wind generation, solar panel, electric cars, stoves being uh, recalled now that we can't use gas stoves in new home builds, electric uh, hot water tanks are going to be mandatory, which I don't know if you guys ever lived with an electric hot water tank. They suck sideways. Um, these guys are not worried about the economy. They are not worried about the ecology of the world or the, the planet or anything that we live in, the, the ecosystem. They don't give a crap about East Palestine. They don't care about the fires in, in uh, Canada. They don't worry about where that's 30,000 pounds of nitrates that went missing. That's not a big deal. But they will tell you this. Now, right before we go to the, the, the bottom of the hour here, we're going to go to our break. I want you guys to think about something for a second. I say that a lot, don't I? I want you guys to think. I want you guys to think. Remember when? Remember when they were telling you uh, about me and Josh were talking about about three six months uh, six months ago. That's a long time, isn't it? We're at the end of July, so it could have been anywhere between three and six months. And the last three months, we've I know we've talked about this. That China that there was a uh, hit on well, there was a mishap at some airports. There was some grid issues here and there. Well, just yesterday, your State Department, along with the Department of Defense and some other agencies, all got up and they all huddled together. And then they said, oh, we're so scared of China. China has implanted programming into our our network system of power. And we don't know how to stop it. It's so crazy. We're so scared. Do you believe that? No, they got up there with a sobering tone and said, oh, listen, no, we've now figured out that uh, China has implanted uh, computer programs and uh, types of things into our our uh, infrastructure, and uh, we are working diligently to make sure that this is not a problem for the American citizen. I'm sure they said something breathy-toned that way, right? But guys, they're, they're, this whole thing is coming back around. This whole thing's coming back around. We had the East Palestine uh, derailment. Remember the whole vinyl chloride thing and all that and the polluting of the water and the soil and then the, the superconductor chip that ha- uh, plant that just happens to be coming online just upstream from East Palestine, Ohio. What happened to that story? How come we're not talking about that? How come we're not talking about the plume of pollution that will carry on for another decade clear to the south of Texas in the water table? You want to talk about that? You guys, you know, oh, oh, let's talk about the grid. Wait, don't we want to talk about that? We want to talk about how China supposedly has got a, a naval military that supposedly surpasses ours. 
You want to talk about that? That's not true. China is uh, – the idea that they're blaming China for this infrastructure issue – let me give you this, guys. When there is no internet and when there is no power, it was not the Chinese. It was not the Russians. It was us. It was our own damn American government screwing you around, creating fear and chaos to destroy as many of you as possible so they can reset their debt and currency. That's a real thing. You guys are going to freak out. You guys are going to be upset. You're not going to be happy. You want to know where your power is. And I've been telling you, Josh has been telling you, I know other truthers have been talking about this. Prepare yourself for what is going to come. And hopefully it's just a speed bump. Hopefully it's one of those really long, sloping little speed humps. It's not really like the one where they decided to just put a, a, a curb in the middle of the parking lot. You know those speed bumps that are just literally four inches tall, four inches wide, squared off on both sides. Your car just hits it like a brick wall. Your truck just, bam! Well, I'm hoping that when they do shut everything down, they shut down the internet, they shut down the grid, they shut down your, your, your supplies for your food and medication, that you bother to go ahead and get a few extra things. Because they're telling you guys again. They're telling you guys. Power outages are coming. Now, we brought on a nuclear power plant in Georgia just yesterday. Brand new plant just south of Augusta, Georgia. Thank you, Lord, for putting a new power plant up. While California's shutting theirs down, now we know China has somehow worked their way into the infrastructure of our electrical grid. And we, we just don't know how to handle that. This whole internet technology, we didn't know there was threats and spyware and, and you know, oh, wh- wh- what do we do? Is there programming we could do? Is there a counter to this? Guys, we invented the computer. We're the ones over here doing all this crap. I don't understand why we think we can default that much power over to China to say that they have somehow infiltrated our electrical grid and they're going to shut us all down. This makes zero, zero sense to me. I built, okay, listen, guys, I did this for decades. I built, designed, built, and trained the military on U.S. installations for almost two decades. For, you know, de- let's, say a de- let's say we just say I did it for 10 years. How about that? We'll just do it 10 years. We only have to say two, two and a half decades or t- a decade and a half. I'm telling you, I know what we did to keep internet threats away. I know what we did for physical threats. I know what we did for shelter in space. I know what we did to make sure that those individuals that are in our military are protected and the buildings that they live in or work in are above par. I know what I did. So you're telling me we don't have the ability to know where this secret program that China has somehow laid secretly, secret deeper, deeper, duper, duper into the the grid system? How do they know it's there? And if they do know it's there, then they know how to get rid of it. And for them to come and tell you that they get, they need to get rid of it, that, oh, there's going to be this problem, they're setting up the narrative. Don't be a victim. Be the difference makers out there. All right, guys, a commercial break coming here at the bottom of the hour. We got, we'll be right back. <laughs> Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Light Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. We'll have Josh Reed back tomorrow. He was on vacation in Utah doing the old camping with the uh, the Red Pill folks. So that's where he has been, and he'll be back tomorrow giving his slice of the pie. Well, let's move on. Let's uh, we got we got uh, more stuff going on here. Representative Scott Perry. It's going to take an impeachment inquiry to get answers. 
the Biden DOJ and IRS are stonewalling. Representative Perry argued uh, argued that there needs to be an impeachment inquiry to get the documents from the Biden regime. And this is because the Biden DOJ and IRS are stonewalling investigators. Uh, there, where there's smoke, there's fire, and a president uh, and President Biden has gotten himself into an inferno of testimony and direct evidence that shows a link of the highest level of corruption in the presidency of the United States. Now, see, wait, they were able to in- impeach. The House was able to vote yes on Donald Trump because of the call, the prid pro quo that was supposedly in the call, but no one could find the prid pro quo in the call. So it ended up being a completely partisan, well, except for Nit Romney, and he's a rhino, he's a tool, that guy, anyway. So we had this complete partisan impeachment of Trump where there was a, supposedly a prid pro quo in a phone call, but we know that that's what Joe did all along. So just in the fact that we know with what, the call logs, um, how about how about uh, how about um, uh, what was John Solomon's phone call where he called the burner phone that uh, Hunter Biden had been paying for through Hunter Biden's law firm and Joe Biden answered. I want to know what that phone call was all about as well, Joe, and I want to know why you were carrying around a phone that your son was providing through his law firm while you were president of the United States. These are all impeachable offenses, guys. These are all things that show nefarious acts. But anyway. Uh, moving on, let's see here, and let's see, bagmen and bullies and those types of things are something of a banana republic, not the presidency of the United States. Devin Archer's testimony, to me, is proof that, look, I don't know how many times you call your father or your mother and put them on the phone. Now, this is all still Scott Perry speaking. On a speakerphone with your business associates, especially business associates from out of the country where you re- you're receiving $17 million, providing nothing for uh, that the American people can figure out in a way of service or a product. Maybe some people do that, but I actually don't think anybody does that. Uh, Greta, so, so this is about influence peddling and selling of your position and the America's policy or position on things that are supposed to be good for America – not used for profit for your own family and your position. That's what we're talking about. Now, this is all from Scott. Now, remember, um, you remember that Burisma actually was going under. They were going to go into a complete bankruptcy. They were going to fall apart. But because Hunter was put on Burisma's pe- uh, 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 board, director's board, suddenly... Burisma spins out of what was potentially going to be uh, bankruptcy and just somehow just pulled it all out. Magically, just got all the money they needed. Uh, magically, the company kept going. Magically, they were able to play Hunter. Magically, they were able to pay the big guy. But see, this is the stuff that we're not paying attention to some of the backside stories of this to show how nefarious this whole Burisma thing really is. Burisma is a problem because Burisma was a failed company. Just like, you know, when Hunter had to leave his law firm and just like Hunter testifying that he was actually a lawyer in good standings when he wasn't a good lawyer in good standing. These are just Hunter has really got a credibility issue. So does the FBI, the NSA, CIA, the alphabet agencies, including the local PD and sheriffs. Where's the sheriffs? Where's the sheriffs where these actions were committed? Where are the where's the attorneys general? Where are the where are the local DAs? See, this is amazing to see how this absolutely is all falling apart right in front of us, that this whole thing just stinks. So let's move on to a happier note. 
Now, if I don't know if you guys know what anthrax is, but anthrax, I actually did an anthrax study uh, on uh, the military on the anthrax vaccine. I had done this a while back prior to my uh, big push on no vaccines ever. But I do know that there are vaccines for anthrax and things like that. Anthrax is a very common bacteria or fungus or whatever you want to qualify it as, and it can be weaponized. Now, the CDC, the most credible organization on human Earth, never, uh, CDC warns anthrax will most likely be used if bioterrorists attack um, FDA earlier this month approved anthrax vaccine. Minnesota was first anthrax, uh, has its first in anthrax infected cattle in over a decade. So again, anthrax is a regularly, regularly available thing. It's not like something that's like rare and hard to find and all. It's like those, it's actually, it's, it's kind of around. Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention website uh, has an eerie warning uh, regarding anthrax. On the CDC website, it warns that if a bioterrorist attack were to happen, um, anthrax, the bacteria that causes anthrax, oh, sorry, uh, Bacillus anthracosis, caucus, caucus, and anthracosis, anthracosis, I don't know how to, you know English is my first language, guys, I'm, I'm still practicing. The bacteria that causes anthrax would be one of the biggest biological agents most likely to be used. Oh, I thought COVID. I thought the whole Mexican beer flow thing. I thought that was the biggest bioterrorist attack we've ever seen. I mean, that shut down the whole world. That that didn't. That wasn't like a hey man, I don't feel real good. I'm kind of you know lack of energy. Don't feel like I'm myself. I got some brain fog. No, uh, they were killing people with snake venom peptides. Snake venom. Uh, pumps put it into people's bodies through the government chemical. But this is going to be the new one? I don't know. I, well, here's the thing. If you guys have got all these lowered immune system, uh, everybody's uh, immune systems are all lowered because they've taken these injections, yes, anthrax will kick your butt right in the old, uh, in the old uh, cemetery plot. It will put you in six feet under in an instant. If you have lowered immune system, which is what the shot did, the snake peptide pumps that they were putting into people's bodies that causes the lethargic lack of taste, lack of smell, you can't hardly sleep, restless, achiness all over. If you look up, if you look up snake venom poisoning, look up viper snake venom poisoning, and then look up coronavirus Mexican beer flu symptoms, you will find they're exactly the same. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the CDC warns, uh, warning continues, anthrax makes a good weapon because it can be released quietly and without anybody knowing. Well, I'm glad you wrote that down. I'm glad you were able to say that. Yeah, um, anthrax makes a good weapon. Thanks, CDC. I mean, I know we're stating the obvious here, but do we have to? Anyway, uh, the microscopic spores could, put, uh, could be put into powder, sprays, food, and water. Because they are so small, you may not be able to see them or taste them. Well, that's going to be great. Uh, let's see. Anthrax is a weapon. If a bio, uh, let's see. Oh, this, this is a, a clip from the website there. That's, a, yeah, that's, that's nice. Anthrax has been used as a weapon around the world for nearly a century. In 2001, powdered anthrax spores were deliberately put into letters uh, that were mailed through the United States Postal System. 22 people, including 12 mail handlers, got anthrax. Five of these 22 people died. Now, guys, again, 
If you are boosting your immunity, if you're making sure that your glutathione is right, you're making sure that you're having your minerals right, you're making sure that you're drinking the right water, you're not ingesting glyphosate and other things that are going to cause your immune system to be hyperreactive, you're probably going to be all right. You're probably going to be okay. If you're doing some nebulizing with hydrogen peroxide, you're doing some nebulizing with some iodine, Lugol's iodine, and breathing that into your lungs and helping cleanse your lungs with uh, hydrogen peroxide and iodine, you will find that you probably won't be affected by this. But the sad part of it is, is there's a lot of people out there, there's going to be billions of people globally that are immune suppressed. Remember, we talked about this before, AIDS. This is a real thing. Like, no, this is a thing. AIDS is our thing. This is what this gives you. By the way, the number one side effect, the number one side effect, listen to me, the number one side effect of what they are saying in these government chemicals is, 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 well, I'm doing good today, um, AIDS cancer. It is AIDS cancer. There's a AIDS can, there's actually AIDS cancer. Like you have, you can have uh, eye cancer, you can have brain cancer, you can have blood cancer, you can have, you know, foot cancer, well, you can have AIDS cancer. And that's because the immune system is so depleted that the cancers, the abnormal cells, are not taken out by the white blood cells in your immune system and gotten rid of those. So this is why I really am worried that if their CDC is coming out with this and talking about this in real time right now, remember power grid, anthrax, trucking, do you see the signs on the wall? Do you see? Do you see? Can you feel the railroad track? Can you feel the the track? Sh- you know, trembling from the train coming. The train's coming down the track, folks. Things are coming. They're just they're just greasing up the wheels for you, and that way you can't stop. Anthrax makes a good weapon because it can be released. Oh, that way we said that. Uh, let's see. That was already okay. So those, I don't know why they repeated that. A Minnesota Board of Health uh, Animal Health announced cattle in the northwestern Minnesota area were affected with anthrax, the first recorded case in the state for more than a decade. The disease was detected in a horse in a horse and cattle in Kitson County, and the property has since been quarantined. A BAH, the BAH said in a press conference Friday. Uh, the last reported anthrax case was detected in a cow in Paynton County in June of 2013. In the past, anthrax was typically has typically been uh, concentrated in the northwest Minnesota and is rarely seen in the state as livestock can be vaccinated against the disease. Okay. So that's fine. So we're just got we got cattle with it. And here's the thing, guys. Bacterial pneumonia, bacterial infections are very very common in human beings and in animals. More than you realize. I mean, everything in your body is being ran by bacterias and parasites and funguses. And it's how well you control those is how well they control you. And if you, like I said, if you got your immune system right, you got your body in the right place, if you're doing, you know, you're taking your Lugol's iodine, you're taking your selenium, uh, you're taking, now, now remember, selenium is a mineral. Lugol's iodine is a mineral. These are the things that I talk about consistently, making sure that, you know, keep your magnesiums up, get your some copper. If you're not taking copper, your other simple minerals and vitamins will not absorb. If you are copper deficient, if you have white hairs in your head, you are copper deficient. You need to get on a copper supplement because if you do not have that, then the rest of stuff, you can't, you can't absorb the zinc like you're supposed to. You're not going to be able to absorb the other stuff. So that's why I do take the Lugols. I do take my selenium. I do take 
you know, the things, the copper, uh, I'm taking nothing but minerals in my stuff. And so I want to make sure that I'm going to be good and healthy. So when this kind of stuff goes off, I, I feel like I'm going to be okay. But I also have ivermectin and HCQ in pill form on hand so that if anything were to go on, I know that I could directly start on those two protocols immediately and be able to stay on them for a month or two if I have to while things subside. These are the kind of preparations you guys got to do. Now, you don't always have to do the horse pace ivermectin. There is from Bendezinol, Fenbendezinol, Fenbendezinol is actually also a dog dewormer. It's what your heartworm medications for your dog chews are, Fenbendezinol. Those are pretty cool medications. You need to look into them, and they're readily available, and they've been working for a long time. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming here on WYSL and the Dark Delight Show. Be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I was waiting for that to kind of come in there a little bit. You guys know what that one is. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the developing story. Remember we talked about how Obama, uh, Barry, and Mike have a house there in uh, Martha's Vineyard, and their chef, 45-year-old Taffrey Campbell, uh, met his tragic end while paddling, uh, uh, paddleboarding in Great Edgerton Pond. Uh, Martha's Vineyard on the 23rd, which has been over a week now, and uh, he he happened to come up, uh, kind of came up dead, and that's a sad deal, right? That's a sad, sad deal. Well, there's new reports coming out that uh, <laughs> uh, the the chef, prior to his death uh, in drowning in a eight feet of water, 100 feet from shore. Uh, was seen with a woman on the paddleboard, and I don't know if Barry was absolutely out there or not. I guess that we'll have to see if anybody testifies of seeing Uncle Barry out there on the paddleboard. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, Barry's a guy, but he plays a girl. Well, which one is he? Anyway, no, there's a lot of reports coming out that they think that he was absolutely out there with Malia or one of the other daughters, uh, or the other daughter, one daughter or the other, excuse me, but there's a lot of stuff that just, again, is not adding up. The idea that they're trying to hide as much of this as they are, I don't think it's going to come out as well as it should. And again, we'll find out. Just like we saw Malia in the Hunter Biden's laptop, that uh, Malia and her credit card was in focus in uh, the Hunter Biden laptop. So, yeah, don't <laughs> – these two families, I don't know where if – I don't know if – well, I guess it'd be. So you have Obama tied in with Biden, tied in with Clinton, tied in with the Bushes. And that's really the four families that we have to worry about that are the ones that are in the limelight. I worry about those that are sitting behind those people doing all the string pulling, the ones that really do make the decisions. These are the characters. These are the people you get to see. The Bushes, the Clintons, the Bidens, you know, that whole thing. Uh, and the and the Obamas that that those four families there they're all related to each other in some way or another they're all married into the families. Yeah, I know. Trust me, it sucks. It's it's really it, it's right in front of our face. And the sad part of it is we keep thinking that these people know oh, everything's fine, but it really isn't. They've they've lied to us the whole way. But anyway, in the article here, let's see. 
according to sources who spoke with the Daily Mail, a female staffer member of Barack Obama's uh, was with Campbell during the unfortunate in- incident. So they're saying now it's a female staffer. So we'll see how that all comes out. If it's, <sighs> it was a Secret Service agent who made the emergency call from the Obama estate in Edgerton. Sources reveal. Uh, sources tell DailyMail.com that the witness spoke with police at the scene and described her as devastated, but also apparently clear-headed and sober. Uh, the multi-agency search continued into the night, and the fire co- uh, companies from across the island descended on Edgerton Grand Pond with boats, divers, along with the Massachusetts State Police, the Dukes County Sheriff Department, and Coast Guard. We brought the Coast Guard in on this? Really? I, I, I guess we just got more, we got more bodies than we got things to do with, it seems like. Uh, witness... Uh, uh, directed rescuers into one area where Campbell was thought to have gone down. Uh, crews diligently searched the location that night but did not find a body. Authorities also searched properties around the pond in hopes Campbell had possibly made it to shore. And let's see, the following morning, Campbell's body was found by Massachusetts environmental police officers. Environmental police o- We have, oh wait, Massachusetts? Hold on a second here. Massachusetts environmental police officers? There's environmental police officers? Do we? Is that a thing? And who p- applied for it? And who's the guy who took the job? Environmental police officer? <sighs> anyway, uh, Campbell's body was taken to the Wilson's Landing, the pub- public launch site used uh, as the operations command post. A Secret Service agent confirmed the identif- identity of the body as Campbell, uh, as Campbell at the site. At the time of the tragedy... Uh, uh, Barack and Mike were not at home. The whereabouts of their daughter, Sasha and Malia, remain unclear. They were reportedly on the island, but not sighted at the scene during the recovery operation. Wow. See, let's see, your chef that you've known for a long, long time now, for a day or two, uh, drowns, and you're nowhere around? Hmm. You sure? I don't know. We'll see what the toxicity comes back. Toxicity reports are still pending, but the incident has so far been ruled a tragic accident. No signs of foul play have been detected. Campbell, who could swim as evidenced by a video he'd previously posted, was uh, was found in eight feet of water without a life jacket and wasn't tethered to his board. Well, again, this is a, one of those situations where you're in a low-impact area, things like that. Uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, falling victim to waves, uh, engulping water, doing whatever. So you're out there, you're standing on your little floaty board, you got your little paddle, you're pushing around, hanging out with your friend, and that's okay. But the idea that they think that this guy should have had a life jacket on, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it, but that's my call, not his. Uh, Michelle was spotted playing tennis at the local farm neck country club and Brock was playing golf at the vineyard cub house with bandaged fingers huh so so the guy comes up the guy goes paddle boarding then he comes up dead without any struggling like they didn't i I don't know they said that they tried that the person that was with them tried to rescue them but was did not reach them in time um so this person went into distress they were unable to go over, help him out with their floaty board or his floaty board or her their paddle 
or anything else, and nobody else was on the shore. No one else was around. It was all vacant. Just happened to be going, you know, at sunset. They were going to go out on Martha's Vineyard's Pond, the Wilson's Landing. And uh, come on, is that a thing? Like, there's a lot of this that doesn't make sense. And then we have the idea that we find out that Barack, Uncle Barry, he's got some bandages. But he's he's okay. He's playing golf, and everything's fine. I know you guys are worried about the well-being of uh, Uncle Barry, but he will be fine. He shall recover from his injuries. Um, whatever, wherever he may have incurred those. I'm not, I'm not sure if I can. Can I insinuate that I think that maybe he, his fingers may have something to do with that? Do you think that there may have been something happened and then they're like, you know what, if we put this guy on a paddleboard and float him out there and then you can just dump him off there late at night and then everybody's happy? Could that have been a would could that have been a thing? Is that a possibility? Is it a possibility that remember how um what was it? Uh OJ Simpson, didn't he have a cut on his hand too or something like that and they're like trying to you know, he's trying to cover it up and act like he didn't get it cut, but then they were trying to say, well, the cut was done because that was when he killed Nicole Brown Simpson. Remember that whole thing? No? Yeah, well, that was the thing, too, that he had a cut, and then they were trying to say that was from the incident, blah, 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 but I don't know. This doesn't smell right, doesn't seem right, and it sounds like another killery incident to me. I, I don't like it. It does not smell right, and I and this we'll see, guys. We'll see how it comes out. I don't know, um, guys. Do remember though, we have uh, a lot of great events coming up. I'm gonna be speaking here in Michigan as well as Illinois uh, here in the next couple weeks. So I'll be traveling quite a bit. So uh, should be here most of the weeks. Looks like Fridays are gonna be kind of hard for me to show up for the show, but we'll see how it goes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. If you got any questions or comments, get a hold of me, thejimpriceshow.com. You guys all be good to each other out there. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.